Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 113. It's not about being the best, it's about being the only. And this is a fundamental difference between being in a comparison state of I want to be the best out there and you know people to consider me the best. That's a very external way of thinking. It happens. It happens to all of us. And I'm going to talk about this here uh, throughout this podcast. But I want you to consider being the only because your uniqueness is the win not you competing against others and comparing against others. Yes, we we absolutely want to master our gifts and talents. But a few questions to start this podcast. Number one, what if instead of deriving your value from how the world compared you against others, you derived your value from being the only one of your kind? What if... And hear me out, instead of you comparing how much you match up to others in any given particular part of your life, you considered how you're the only one of your kind. What if you took the perspective that it doesn't matter how oversaturated the market is, if God called you there, there's room for you. And these are fundamental perspective shifts because they take operating in an external world and bring you present into your internal self. You know, that last statement I made about an oversaturated market, a lot of people say, well, it's been done before. They did this and they did that. None of that matters because they may be in it for a multitude of different reasons. They, it may be part of their path. It may be told that that was what they should be doing or I can do that. So therefore I will, even though they weren't called to it. When you're called to it, you're operating on a whole other plane. And that's really what I want to talk about in. It's not about being the best, it's about being the only. This diversifies you. This completely makes you a unique one of one and stops the comparison game of who you're trying to stack up against and basically drops you into your highest operating self. So I I believe there's five key components. Well, okay, sorry, there's at least five. I'm sure there's many, many more, but I, I didn't want to do too long of a podcast. But at least five components, key components that make you the only. And I'm going to go through each of them. I also, be ready if you uh, can have pen and paper. I've actually derived five questions for every single section that I'm going to go over. So that's 25 questions total. You're probably like, that's a lot. I don't think so. So just hear me out. And, And pick and choose the ones you need. Don't feel like you have to do all of them. But I want you to, this is a very introspective episode. So the five key components. Number one, redefining life's work as a unique expression. I want you to redefine your life's work as a unique expression versus, oh, well, I have to work to work, you know. Uh, Number two, the essence of creation for others, right? So it's not about being the best. It's about being the only. What separates you apart? The essence of creation for others. I'm going to talk about those. Three, pursuing intrinsic fulfillment. 
not external validation. This will keep you in the only, not about being like others, pursuing intrinsic fulfillment, not external validation. The fourth thing that'll keep you in being the only, the power of uniqueness and authenticity, which we've talked about, and embracing the journey of self-expression. So we talk about unique expression and self-expression. So redefining life's work as unique expression, what does that even mean? Well, creating something that reflects who you are. You know, consider how your passions, talents, and values can uniquely shape your life's work, right? Create something that reflects who you are. I mean, it, it is that simple. Or taking an interest and developing it with your perspective and understanding of it, right? Think about that. Taking an interest and developing it. Um, you can look at the things that are you're called to or that for some reason you just have an innate curiosity about. That's a signal. That's something. So when you take that and you flip the perspective or you give the perspective on it, that creates an only you version. It completely takes you out of comparison and trying to be like others because you're like, how would I do it differently? How do I see it differently? How can I present it differently? So by the way, this can go even for your traditional career paths. You can look at actually very traditional career paths. You're seeing this a lot and you hear me talk about this a lot. There's a lot of people out there who are taking traditional career paths and they're redefining it through their own perspective and lens. You know, I talked to you guys about that CPA online who is a young guy. Uh, he teaches financial literacy. He teaches financial literacy to others, a few hundred thousand followers. And he's teaching it different than the way that the system taught, which often is not always transparent. Right, so I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> you know, you you reflect on how seemingly unrelated interests can come together to form a comprehensive life's work, and this is the uh, this is another key ingredient when you redefine life's work as a unique expression. Think about this: you can take seemingly unrelated interests, and they can come together to form a comprehensive life's work. This is what makes you only. I mean, I love talking about business and I love talking about spirituality. Traditionally, you wouldn't think those two align. I think they perfectly correlate. How I act and behave in a spiritual sense and how I treat others and how I understand faith and how I understand uh, letting go and how I understand uh, emotions and all these things from a spiritual sense completely makes me a better businessman. A hundred percent. It also makes me trust my intuition a lot more. Right. So another key component of, of redefining your life's work as a unique expression and keeping you a one of one, it breaks you free from the constraints of conventional career labels. Think about that, because if you're trying to subscribe to I want to be known as the best amongst all these other people, you're still conforming to a label. Whereas wouldn't you rather be known for he's the only person that does this? The way that they do it. Yeah, it's in the similar field. Yeah, it's in a similar industry. Yeah, it's in a similar, you know, I'm using a lot of similar paths. I'm using entrepreneurship. I'm using uh, online media. I'm writing that's nothing new. For thousands of years, there's been writers, you know, but I want to bring my own uniqueness to it that you go, that's got to be Matt's. I just, it has a Matt vibe. I even have some of you reach out and send me posts that say, this reminds me of you. And I love that. And I love that. And so, see, I, you know, I can be, quote unquote, similar to others, but I'm still my own one of one. So 
some questions to ask when redefining your life's work as more of a unique expression free from labels. Question one, what aspects of your identity, passions, and talents could be channeled into your life's work? Question two, how would aligning your life's work with benefiting others enhance your sense of purpose? Question three, what values or causes resonate deeply with you and could be incorporated into your unique expression? Number four, if you could imagine a future where your life's work has made a meaningful impact on others, what does that look like? And number five, how does the idea of creating something that genuinely reflects who you are inspire you to think beyond traditional notions of success? By the way, you guys, all, all things aside, because you guys hear me talk about this all the time, and many of you keep clicking on the link, and I love it. And for those of you that haven't, I have a link in my show notes, this episode, all these episodes for a clarity workshop. It will help you even think about the future in a very detailed question oriented journal centric present mode of what you want please click it use it it's free it's great frameworks all right number two the essence of creation for others how do you stay in an only situation versus being compared to others you become value centric values driven valuable and value given so if your values driven you are operating from a certain set of principles that others can feel it's what makes you different it, it, it's it's the work ethic of michael jordan or kobe bryant you, you could feel that right you can feel their principles of greatness and work ethic and other things it's also valuable and it's also value giving right creating something meaningful for others transcends personal gain purposeful problem solving if you're meeting others' needs in a form of a meaningful contribution, that is going to make you an only. Purposeful problem solving. By the way, I love that, right? I don't know, purposeful problem solving. This fosters impact through contribution. And people feel that from you. That's what makes you an only. It's like you're not just about the thing that you're doing. You're demonstrating a different way of doing it and looking at it and it has a ripple effect. Creating values for creating value for others, right? That creates a ripple effect. Not to mention it helps build community through creation. Right? If you're creating something for others, it builds a sense of community. It fosters connections, it fosters shared experiences. People can feel that. That's only being uniquely tied to you. So, short answer there. Aligning your life's work with benefiting others. You know, it's going to provide profound purpose and fulfillment, right? So here's five questions for you. Question one, I want you to reflect on a time when you've created something that brought joy or value to someone else's life. How did that make you feel? Question two, in what ways can you elevate your skills and passions to contribute to the betterment of others? So you're thinking about your skills and your passions in this one. Like, what do you love to do? What are you really passionate about? And how do you take skills and talents and be like, oh, I can apply to this. And that actually gives me my value-centric contribution. By the way, this path is actually very abundant, just so you're, in case any of you are, are you know, abundant in peace and health, abundance in wealth, abundance in happiness, right? Number three, what potential barriers do you foresee in focusing your life's work on benefiting others and how can you overcome them? Got to be realistic here. 
right? What are some potential barriers? What is getting in your way? It's good to know these things so you can tackle them versus just automatically assuming, well, I can't, so therefore I'm not. Number four, consider various ways you can measure the impact of your life's work on others. What metrics resonate with your vision outside of traditional external validation metrics? You've got to come out of that mode of thinking and look at more of if I'm more, if I'm operating on my life's work, by the way, you living is your life's work. Some of this is going to be a hard dose of reality of like, oh, I can't do that. This is the safe place. This is what I'm going to do. You living is your responsibility to show up for your life's work. Living is your life's work. And question number five, how does the act of creating something meaningful for others align with your personal values and aspirations? This will keep you tied to your integrity. This will keep you clear. This will help you decide what you're doing with your day. This will help you decide with who you're around. This will help you decide with what you're doing with your time. This will help you make better decisions. This will give you more direction and clarity. Right? All right. And now the third installment of not being about the best, but being about the only is to keep you in the only it's pursuing intrinsic fulfillment, not external validation. Undertaking your life's work for its intrinsic value rather than seeking external recognition or awards. That's the win. I'm telling you. Because what does an award do? And I'll tell you this, uh, you know, with my ex-business partner and I, I remember when we got featured in Forbes and Entrepreneur and Inc. And we were growing the other podcasts and other media outlets and things that we did. I'm going to tell you right now, it lasted for about five minutes. And we were like, we I remember looking at each other and be like, yeah, all right, well, I guess we just keep going. It's fleeting. What does that tell? I mean, yes, I get it. It says to the world, hey, they're doing something. But I was already talking to all of you guys anyway, saying, like, here's what we're doing. So do I really need the external validation? Not really. Right? So, you know, another thing around pursuing your intrinsic fulfillment is you find flow in creation. Intrinsic joy that comes from immersing yourself in the creative process. I am telling you, what makes you only you is the flow. It's why, it, listen, it's why you can gravitate to a Rick Rubin and his philosopher ways around creativity or a Kobe Bryant and his work ethic into uh, sport or into anything that, uh, you know, is in a, a competitive mode, but really about his life's work. You can use this in any number of ways, but you feel their flow and they are, there's a joy from immersing themselves in the process, not the end results. This will make you be felt and understood and heard by the masses. And you won't even be needing the masses to validate you. You'll just know that you'll be in your impact. It's also fulfillment in focusing on the process rather than the outcome you will have a whole other way of looking just like i said we were we were so my ex-business partner when we were so uh, in flow with what we were doing it was great when we were featured but we were just all about just doing building on the on the mission right and then there's freedom there's freedom because you're there's authentic self-expression when you're only you and not trying to be like if if you put me into the best category against others okay well, I'm still being compared to others versus I like the, the freedom that comes with authentic self-expression. Like, well, that's just Matt. That's how he runs. That's just so-and-so. That's how they run and so forth and so on. 
you want to be understood as the only for the way that you deliver something and not compare it as like, well, they both talk about these same things. We can be in the same, again, it's, it's not about being in similar things because we can be in similar things. It's just that there's, there's just much more freedom when you're doing it from yourself versus having to fit into a mold of, well, this is what the others are doing. That's really the main point of that. And then actual growth as well will come from the inner strength, resilience, and building from your intuition, not trying to fit into what the standards that were set by the comparison market, if you will. And in turn, you're going to create your own self-appreciation. You're going to validate yourself simply from doing you, from being you. You rewrite this narrative of I need approval to I value my unique contributions. And that that is a game changer. So here's five questions for you in this one. Number one, reflect on past achievement that brought you immense joy, regardless of external recognition. What made it so fulfilling? Number two, describe an activity or project you're, you've engaged in purely for the love of it without seeking validation. How did it differ from other pursuits? That's a big one. Number three, what strategies can you adopt to detach from the need of constant validation and find joy in the process itself? Number four, how can you reframe setbacks or challenges as opportunities for growth and learning rather than seeking validation from avoiding them? That's a big one. How can you reframe setbacks or challenges as opportunities for growth and learning rather than seeking validation from avoiding them? Number five, imagine a scenario where you've successfully pursued your life's work without external validation. How does your sense of accomplishment change in the scenario, right? This is getting you present. I'm doing this to get you guys present and playing from I'm happy doing what I love and the byproduct will be the external world coming to me versus let me chase an external world to try to find my happiness. I'm reversing the whole scenario. Number four, the fourth segment of this about it's not about being the best, but it's about being the only. The power of your uniqueness and authenticity. Listen, if you embrace your individuality without reservation, you've won. Done. Period. You remove comparison. You create distinctness. You become relatable to the world and you create without conforming. So you defy conventional norms. Your life's work will only be defined by you, but uniquely imprinted on the world. That is winning. That's me, right? This right here, when I was flowing on this and I was thinking about this for you guys, that's where I was feeling. So you're the only one that can create something with your distinct perspective, talents, and experiences. So what are the questions that you can ask yourself? Number one, reflect on an amount, uh, excuse me, on a moment when your unique perspective or talents enriched a project or situation. How did it influence the outcome? Number two, how can you leverage your individuality to create something that resonates deeply with a specific audience? See, this is where I think instead of moving you into, well, this is what these people are doing for this, this particular interest of mine. So I got to do that. No, 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 no. Leverage your individuality. Like here's how I'm using it. Just be authentic. Here's how I'm using it. Here's how it's working for me. That's how I made this whole clarity workshop that's in the, the show notes for you guys. Everybody kept asking me about my clarity or how'd you figure out time? How'd you figure out like what exactly to, you know, to focus on? How do you, how do you know your purpose? I was like, if that's what you guys all want to know, I'll tell you exactly what I do, what I've done and what I'm continuing to use. Uh, number three. What aspects of your personal story can you incorporate into your life's work to foster deep connections with your audience? I share with you guys, I'm, I'm trying to share even more uh, of what I'm learning along the way or what I have learned along the way in different aspects of my life, right? Because 
that's what makes me me and you can relate and you you and and so forth number four explore a time when you've admired someone else's unique expression how did it inspire you to embrace your own authenticity this is a this is a big one because i've talked about this before you can find people who they're really in their authenticity and they're really in their dedication and pursuit of themselves that is inspi it's hugely inspiring to me Number five, how can you celebrate and embrace your unique attributes, perspectives, and talents as valuable contributions to your life's work? And the fifth segment and installment of this to wrap this whole thing up about it's not about being the best, it's about being the only. How do you stay in there? The embrace of the journey of self-expression. You break from a world of sameness when you are doing it your way. Creativity over conformity. You find your confidence in your self-expression because you're not suppressing the real you. You're just, the, the sheer act of being you is actually what brings the confidence because you're enjoying not suppressing the real you. And you're also then in your confidence, not putting it on anybody else too and saying, you will, you know, honor me. You will validate me. You will this me. That's not how life works. We all have to come together from our own uniqueness and talents and responsibilities and accountability and honor the world with our grace and our respect, right? There's also therapeutic effects in your self-expression. Mental and emotional well-being will be at an all-time high. You learn patience, you learn resilience, everything throughout the journey. So here's five questions for you. Describe a recent experience where you felt fully engaged and passionate about a creative endeavor. What did that journey look like? Number two, reflect on a challenge you face in the pursuit of your passions. How did it shape your understanding of the journey itself? Number three, what practices or routines can you implement to maintain patience and resilience throughout your creative journey? Number four, considering, consider the idea that every step of your journey is an opportunity for self-discovery. How does this shift your perspective? And number five, imagine writing a letter to your future self, celebrating the growth and self-expression you'll experience on this creative journey. What words of encouragement and wisdom would you share? What does future you share with present you, knowing where future you sits? I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. These are 25 powerful questions. It's not about being the best, it's about being the only. We are not in this world to be of comparison. I absolutely want to be the best at what I do as the only, not because I'm compared to others. Does that make sense? So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, please leave a written review on Apple. It helps expand the words of the show. Guys, the show is expanding. The numbers are growing. The subscribers are growing. I really appreciate this community that we're cultivating here. And please share with others or let your friends know. Either way, I'm grateful that you tune in every single week, every single episode. I appreciate you guys. Thank you as always. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. 
Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.